honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on thesportstuff.com and also brought to you by the Oddman Media Network. Here are your hosts, Paladino Joey and Marcus the Forecaster. Logan Timberwolves fans, are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I'm your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on the sportstuff.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and Double Twist. Great to be back on board to talk Timberwolves basketball once again. Apologize for the hiatus last week. I was right about to record the show and got a phone call. My wife uh, lost her keys at her job. So yeah, I had to drive like yeah for quite a while and all that. So then and then I just decided, you know what? The games last week were uh, yeah not so uh, <laughs> not so <laughs> not so well worth it anyway. They, they just, it was a three game th- uh, deal where I don't know. I mean, I'll very briefly talk about them. Yeah, the first of the three was nice and all that. I'll talk a little bit about that, but I'm gonna try to keep them brief. It's seven games, so I'm not gonna just go heavy into detail. Um, the Dallas game and the Washington game were pretty yucky for the most part. Bucks game, then we killed the Brooklyn Nets and we couldn't get it done against Charlotte. We hung in there and lost and Spurs yesterday, whatever. You know, just that kind of deal. It's kind of becoming dog days time again, unfortunately. Um, and maybe I don't need a hug. Some out there do. The Courtside Podcast, uh, Hank McCoy and Vince Germano think I need a hug, though. Vince might want to pop me in the mouth the way I've been talking about the Northern Cal team on social media and such, but anyhow, let's just get to where I need to go. Minnesota heads to New Orleans and wins the game, 112-110, but yeah, without <laughs> without Anthony Davis, that's the, that's the difference, so, well, take advantage of it, good job, well done, 112-110, to 110. nice scoring effort, I suppose that's what happens to the New Orleans Pelicans when Alvin Gentry is your coach, not quite the defensive approach they would have liked, hmm, Tom Thibodeau, New Orleans, but then again, I guess we'll take him if he's available. Ryan Anderson, again, scorched the Wolves. I don't know what the hell's up with Ryan Anderson and the Timberwolves. Maybe we should sign him. I don't know. He, I think he'd be better than Belitza at this stage. He's been hurt, and really, we almost I almost forgot he was on the team. And I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm dead bleeping serious. Uh, but it is what it is. Carl Anthony Towns, 30 and 15 effort. Tore it up. Really great game. Zach Levine, catch and shoot and all that. Smart shot attempt, 17 uh, 11 of 17 from the floor, above 50%. Andrew Wiggins struggled quite a bit during the course of this week, and you're going to see Gorgie Zheng's stock drop a bit significantly during the course of this week. And I don't know why, if it's fatigue or they're not giving him the ball as much or he's just off, whatever it is, but he's not been as good, and that's that's a crying shame. Uh, Muhammad shot poorly in the game, but the Wolves got the job done. Carl Anthony Towns was a superstar, bona fide superstar, in the game. Good to see, indeed. Andrew Wiggins made up for his poor shooting effort, making all 10 of his free throws, so that's good, and one up with 20 points, so kind of an average type of game from him. The good news is Tayshaun Prince, it looks like he will no longer be in the starting lineup, and thank God for that. Rubio Levine, the starting backcourt for for the uh, <laughs> the foreseeable future, unless Rubio gets traded in the summertime, and who, who knows what's going to happen, but yeah, 25 for Levine, 30 for Towns, 20 for Wiggins, Ryan Anderson, and Eric Bleepin Gordon scorching the net from downtown. But a little too trigger happy for my liking, I think. Uh, the Wolves didn't shoot that well from three point range, only 5 of 15. The uh, 
uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Oh my goodness, four of nine. I mean, I suppose it's not that bad for Eric Gordon, but yeah, nine attempts, that's kind of a lot. Uh, but man, he got the job done when he needed to, I suppose. Ryan Anderson, three of seven. But yeah, I mean, a strong performance by New Orleans from the outside, but no inside game, and Carl took advantage of that in a big way. So, back-to-back. Now, that was before. The, the, the New Orleans game was Saturday, February 27th, by the way. Now we go to Sunday, the 28th of February. I guess the Wolves didn't have their legs in this one, huh? I mean, that would be a... I, I guess so. It certainly didn't look like they did, did it? Pretty much from the get-go after, you know, the usual little seesaw you get starting out NBA games, unless the New York Knicks game is one uh, is an exception when it was like 10 nothing New York from the get-go. But uh, Chandler Parsons did, did what he always does to the Wolves. Thank you very much for trading him away, David Kahn. And yeah, you know, I love these shirts people are starting to wear now about the 2009 draft, you know, Rubio, Flynn, and Northern Cal player that I, who, who shall not be named. Uh, I, please, you know, can we, oh, it is the most annoying thing to look at. I mean, do, do you want do you want your shirt to be like target practice or something? <laughs> is that what you're looking for? Or do you have a death wish? Can you please like take those shirts away and, if I, I, I swear, if anybody posts that on my page, <laughs> well, let's just say I'll delete it. Okay, how how powerful is that? I'll delete it. Ooh, right? But yeah, I will delete it. Anything about the Northern Cal team or, <laughs> or about that trade, I'm going to delete it because, yeah, enough. You know what I'm saying? Um, and look at me bringing it up. Hypocrite, right? Big hypocrite. This game sucked. I don't really want to talk about it. Wiggins shot poorly. Gorgie was all over the place. Only 3 of 11 from the floor. Carl Anthony Towns got benched. Uh, for what reason, I'm not really quite sure, I guess. Um, Sam Mitchell not too happy with him, I suppose. He wasn't that bad, but then again, the whole starters, the whole list of starters were minus 20-something. Andrew Wiggins was a minus 33, 28 for Rubio. It's just hmm, a rough overall game. The Mavericks just kind of tore the Wolves apart, and it was a team effort by the Dallas Mavericks, including a guy by the name of Justin Anderson, which, I don't know, I, I think I need a little help with that one. I, I'm not sure. David Lee, remember that guy? The guy that was buried, left for dead in Boston after the Warriors just didn't need him anymore, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, and then the Celtics didn't need him anymore either, and now he's in Dallas, and he's 12 points, 6 of 9 from the, 13 points, pardon me, 6 of 9 from the floor, 9 rebounds. Well, he, he's still a decent player, I suppose, off the bench. I still remember the days when it was like David Lee and Kevin Love are like the same guy. <laughs> Crazy to think about that, isn't it? And of course, Berea, annoying little Berea, 7 assists from the floor, aggressive throughout the game. Missed all of his 3-point attempts, though, big shocker there. And all four missed by Darren Williams, another big shocker. So 0 of 7 from those two clowns. But of course, um, <clears throat> Wesley Matthews and Chandler Parsons had their usual field day against the Wolves. Dirk Nowitzki, historic, historical uh, <laughs> effort. Now a third leading scorer all time in NBA history, if you can believe that. Um, pardon me, that was not true. <laughs> He's got 29,000. What am I talking about? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I apologize for that. I'm going crazy. 29,000 points, all with Dallas. So there's your all-time leading scorer for the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, is there any doubt about that? I don't know why I said third all-time. That just popped out of my head. I apologize for that. But uh, that's Kobe Bryant, by the way. Kobe, that's who I'm getting uh, inexcusably mixed up with. Um, Tayshaun Prince didn't play in the game. I guess that's a positive. <laughs> Kevin Martin wasn't officially bought out at this point. Uh, Andre Miller already was and was talking with the Spurs. And, of course, the back channel chatter with the Spurs going on with Kevin Martin at that point. 
Uh, still showing up on the roster but not playing at that stage. 128-101. I don't really want to talk about it anymore. It was an awful game. Wednesday, March the 2nd, several days later, the Wolves had all this rest, ready to come home to play the Washington Wizards at home. A very winnable game, in my opinion. I, at least so I thought. The Wolves ended up losing 104-98. Ah, man, this was not fun. Another not not just just not a good game to watch. It wasn't fun at all. Uh, the Wolves started strongly, and then it just kind of faded away, and... The Wizards kind of took control, mostly in the second period, second quarter. The Wizards took over this one. Bradley Beal scorching the Wolves from the outside and in general, just driving to the basket and kind of having his way throughout the game. John Wall with a double-double, 12 assists, 14 points, but Bradley Beal definitely the player of the game. And then Allen Anderson. I mean, Allen bleeping Anderson, 4 of 7 from 3. That sucks. And and I keep getting the Morris twins mixed up. I thought Markeith Morris was on the... uh, the Detroit Pistons, I didn't know. He's on the, uh, the uh, <laughs> uh, that's Marcus Morris, so I apologize for that. Wiggins, 6 of 11 from the floor, just not aggressive at all. Only 17 points. Not aggressive at all, no. No, as we head into March, that's, you know, for St. Padre's Day, but you get the idea. <laughs> uh, yuck, just a yucky game. The Wolves shot 42% from the floor, the Wizards 50. That's kind of damning right there. And, of course, they made 11 threes. The Wolves only made five in the game. Zach Levine was all right, but a little bit trigger-happy throughout the game. It's like you hate it when a guy's shot isn't falling, and they, they just keep shooting it like crazy. They want to come out of it so bad. It's like they want to fix it. They want to fix it, but you're not fixing anything. You're just killing us. And I don't know, and that's kind of was the course of the game with Zach Levine. And you know what? Yeah, he's young. He's developing, and, and everybody has a not-so-great night, and he, and, and he had some nice dunk and all that athleticism. Zach Levine can do no wrong. Yeah, he can do wrong. And so can Andrew Wiggins, who I'm a bigger fan of. He had a, he had a just an unaggressive game. He was like an earthworm out there. Like, just, I don't know where that comparison came up, but what the hell? And talk about unaggressive. Gorgie Zhang, only five field goal attempts in the game. It's not even about give him the ball, damn it. It's about shoot the damn ball, man. He did get five assists. That's nice to see. But also, again, he didn't shoot the ball. A very rough uh, turnover-type battle in this one as well, like the Dallas game was turnover city. Six turnovers to Rubio in the game. Four for Towns. Just couldn't control the ball. Frustrating night for everybody involved, pretty much. Towns did manage to get a double-double because he got 15 rebounds. But really, nobody else is hardly rebounding the ball, though I suppose Shabazz got nine off the bench. That's pretty good. I like it when Shabazz is, is uh, out there getting some rebounds, being playing like a powerful small forward, if that makes sense. But this game, just it was just one of those type of nights where the Wolves played okay. They played adequate, but the Wizards played better, and they hit their outside shots, and it was just kind of a... Kind of a classic Wolves loss the past couple of years. Um, not being sarcastic, not being a smartass. It's just uh, the way it is. It was a classic Wolves loss. I hate to say. So now we're going to get moving now into the, the uh, second half here of the of the games or so. Second semi-half. Four games here. This this would have been this week's show with the, just these four. Milwaukee Bucks come to, or excuse me, the Wolves head to Milwaukee. And boy, mm. yeah, Friday, March the 4th. Wiley Wall, baby. Wiley Wall. The Wolves started the game wonderfully. Scoring 35 points in the first quarter. He thought, this is going to be fun. Fun game. And then the Wiley Wall just, wow. Mid mid part of the game. Second and third periods. Quarters, whatever. The Bucks just, they tore up the Wolves in a huge way. Just tore them to pieces. Scoring 69 points in that portion of the game. And the Wolves just could not match the energy of the Bucks in this one. And, I don't know. I mean, the Bucks are a little bit further along in their development. But, 
there's no super top-heavy star power on this team, is there? I mean, the Greek freak, I, I still can't even say his name, but Giannis, Giannis is his first name, Giannis, uh, the Greek freak. Let's just call him what he is, the Greek freak. Uh, he was a freak in the game, yes, 27-12. and 12. His shooting percentage, yeah, above 50%. Made 9 of 10 from the line. Very aggressive, very talented, and he made uh, Gorgie Zhang not look so hot. Uh, then again, Gorgie played well. Again, not, not aggressive offensively, but he got three blocks in the game, and that's good. Credit him there. Only 6 of 7 from the floor. Andrew Wiggins, yuck. And Carl Towns, well, he got benched. Andrew and Carl and Rubio benched in this game. Sam Mitchell got pissed off and he said, screw you guys, you're not aggressive, you're sitting down. Yeah, 20 minutes to Andrew, you never saw him again in the second half. Carl played a couple minutes in the second half and that was it. Uh, he was 10 of 14 from the floor, Sam. 10 of 14 from the floor. He had four turnovers. Okay, maybe you got mad about the, uh, he was a little bit discombobulated out there. Four turnovers, a little bit rougher on the edges. But um, 10 of 14 from the floor, Sam. Uh, you don't think he's uh, playing well? I, I'm confused, Sam. Really? Like, why? Why would you bench him? Sam. Sam? Hello? Hello? <laughs> yeah. Um, yay. Thank you for that. Um, 16 and a half minutes. Rudez made one three-pointer, but he was a plus eight. Wrap your head around that. Uh, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Wolves went on a little run. It was adorable, but... Um, yeah, because uh, Zach Levine finally started making some shots and all that, and Shabazz did pretty well in the second half. But, I mean, Tyus Jones, Greg Smith, and Rudej, Rudej combined for nine points in, like, about a 40... Uh, let's see, how, how much would that be? About, I mean, over 48 minutes between the three, and you got nine points out of them. <laughs> okay, sure. Tayshon, ten minutes, two rebounds, two steals, okay. Adrian Payne, also, that's another guy. You know, 10 minutes and 4 points. He missed, he missed, he was 2 of 7 from the floor. Not not sharp at all. Taking long-range twos from Adrian Payne. It's just, it's annoying to watch. And he missed two threes as well. <sighs> Sam, why'd you do that? I, uh, uh, Wiggins, I can understand. 3 of 7, I mean, I'm, again, I've been in Wiggins' corner forever, but... <laughs> I'm telling you, well, forever, yeah, it's been so long, right? About a year and a half, but still, <laughs> still. Um, I'm tired of the lack of aggressiveness from him at times, and I love Andrew Wiggins. I still think he could be the franchise player of this team, and that sounds insane try to most of you out there, but he, at minimum, he's the clutch go-to guy in the fourth quarter. At bare minimum, he, he's a guy who can go off for 30, and I still see him as a 25 points a game player very soon. Uh, maybe 22-23 next year at Carl. 22-23 as well. It'll be kind of an equal thing. And then Wiggins will ultimately pull ahead in the scoring category, I think. But something's not clicking. I don't know if it's Sam Mitchell or what, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if him and Sam aren't getting along. And Carl uh, Anthony Towns was basically like, okay, I understand. And Rubio, kind of same thing. for them. Though, who knows what they're really saying behind closed doors. Andrew Wiggins simply said, said, uh, if that's what he's going to do, that's what he's going to do. But I played hard. So, Wiggins and Sam Mitchell. Hmm. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wiggins and Sam Mitchell. Stay tuned. <laughs> Flagrant fouls on the Greek Freak and Gorgie in this one. Getting a little aggressive over there. A little aggressive. Jabari Parker, can I say this? Oh, no. Look what I've done. Look what I've done. I screwed everything up. Terrible. What have you done, Watson? Oh, blast it. 
Okay, sorry. Um, okay, yeah, but yeah, ultimately it's a 116-101 final. But um, <clears throat> trying to get to what I'd like to get to here. Ultimately, a just a, a frustrating effort that sent everybody into kind of a, a, a panic a bit. Uh, Jabari Parker, another player. I'm still, you know, for those of you that don't like Andrew Wiggins, I'm glad we didn't, I'm glad the Cavaliers didn't take Jabari Parker. And yeah, he had an ACL injury last year, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm seeing this guy really going to, I don't know if he's going to blow up anytime soon. He might, he still might, you know, give him a year or two, but hmm, I'm not sure. Also, Michael Carter-Williams out for the remainder of the season with uh, tendonitis in his hip. I can kind of relate to that, I suppose. I have a sore hip sometimes. Saturday, March the 5th, the next day, after Sam Mitchell got pissed off and benched everybody, or benched a good number of guys, three of the most important names on the team outside of Zach Levine. Did some of you think Zach's the next Kobe, it sounds like? I mean, you might as well say that. Uh, the Wolves only shot, they only shot 68.4%, by the way. Yeah, that's all. Just a franchise record. So, good on him. Good on him, mate. That's a good deal right there. Uh-huh. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, 28 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists in the game. Just a fun little team effort type of, type of game. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, way more aggressive. Good for him. Didn't get to the line as much as you'd like, but, well, it was kind of an easygoing type of game. He was shooting jump shots and they were going in. Carl Anthony Towns, 18 of 14 from the floor. Levine. 12, or 9 of 12 from the floor. I can't believe that. Unbelievable. Uh, 3 of 5 from the floor. And yes, the Bucks, or the Bucks, the uh, Brooklyn Nets defense is not good. So, Levine able to get some more catch-and-shoot type plays. And yes, I know, when you're getting defended tightly, it's hard to do a catch-and-shoot. But again, just work around, get open. That type of stuff with Zach Levine. And he was able to do that in this game. And he shot extremely well throughout the way. And yeah, some of you might be getting bored of me talking about the catch and shoot, but hey, it's common sense basketball and it's high percentage. So there you go. Uh, fun game. Very fun little night for the Wolves. I enjoyed it very much because I'm not that worried about getting the top pick of the draft at this point. Because when does when do you get to a point when you have, a, you have too many prospects and they kind of start to cancel each other out? Um, it's not saying, oh, we have a wealth of depth, man. We're going to win six championships. It's not about that. It's you run out of roster spots. And guys start to cancel each other out. And then they go to other teams and then they blow up. And then you're just sitting there holding the bag because you got a you got a, a, a protected first round pick for the guy. Yay. And the guy turns out to be mm, the guy turns out to be <laughs> the next Tayshon Prince. Yay. You know, like an okay defensive player. That's about it. Okay, he was a good defensive player before, but you get the idea. The guy is just a decent role player, and that's all you end up with for a franchise-type player. That's the kind of BS that happens. Gargi Zhang, again, very quiet. Just He's just quiet. Um, he wasn't terrible at all. He was just quiet in general, a quiet game, but he did get three blocks, so give him credit there defensively. More of a defensive effort for Gargi Zhang in a very offensive game. Fun. Fun overall night. You saw some athleticism. You saw Levine kicking some butt out there. You saw Wiggins hitting shots and getting a couple dunks in there as well. And Towns just dominating the way he does. And Rubio racking up 10 assists in the game. You'd think he'd get more in a game like this. But uh, he didn't play as much. You figure, what's the point? Why overplay him? Give Tyus Jones some minutes. Give him some burn out there. <laughs> he got one assist in the game. Did uh, Two assists, pardon me, for Tyus Jones. Nine points in another fun little effort. He was 2 of 3 from long range as well. The Wolves, 10 of 18 collectively. Good for 55.6%. 
from downtown. An overall fun game. Take advantage of it at the Target Center. 16,000 people got to see it, too. So a lot of people attended this one. Um, that's good. Nice to see the attendance come up for for only seeing the Brooklyn Nets. But a dominant performance. And, well, the Nets were a team that Carl uh, Anthony Towns would have been partial to as, uh, growing up from the New Jersey area. Being Carl Anthony Towns there. Monday, March the 7th, Charlotte Hornets... Host the Timberwolves, yes, and we never beat the Hornets. No matter if the Hornets slash Pelicans have the worst record in basketball or if they're a competitive team, which they are again this year. Last year they stunk for whatever reason, and the year before they were competitive, and then the year before that they were hideous. They were like the worst record ever, basically. They were the, yeah, I don't want to go. They were the they were the, they were the anti-96 Bulls, where they were the 69 Bulls, right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you get the idea. Kemba Walker, what a surprise. What a surprise to see Kemba Walker go off on the Wolves. It's what he does. He just goes off on the Wolves. Every time, man. Every time, 6 of 9 from 3. 12 of 20 from the floor. Driving to the basket, which is usually what he does, but he scorched from the outside as well. It was just a combination of both crappy performance for the Wolves in general. Uh, okay, not the worst performance ever. I'm not, you know, uh, pardon me for that, but it was kind of a quiet performance in in a sense. Uh, the defense, not what you'd like to see. Kemba Walker just kind of owned us. Al Jefferson did what he needed to do. 9 of 14 from the floor. He's coming off the bench in favor of Cody Zeller. Um, strange. Very strange. Very strange. Marvin Williams is actually pretty good in this game, which is also weird. He had three blocks. When's the last time you saw Marvin Williams get three blocks in a game? I don't know. I, I'm having a hard time with that. Hmm. But I do like this team. Uh, obviously, I love their uniforms. Love the love the basketball court, the beehive, all that. Uh, Jeremy Lin stunk the whole game, but he made the free throws he needed to late. Good for him, I suppose. <laughs> Only one of eight from the floor, made one three-pointer, but made all six of his free throws late. When the Wolves closed in, they tried to tried to get this done. They ca- they came back in that fourth quarter, and they just couldn't finish the job, unfortunately. And the Hornets, uh, they're looking good. They're playing very well, and they're going to make the playoffs over there in the Eastern Conference. Congratulations to them. Levine a little trigger happy and not sharp in this game. It seems like the worse Levine shoots, the more shots he takes. I don't understand. Like when he's hot and he's shooting well, he shoots 12, 15 attempts. But when he stinks, he's like 18 to 20, 23, something like that. Ah, 7 to 20 from the floor. I, I don't know. It's like he gets desperate. He wants to he wants to fix the problem. And you got to stop trying to fix the problem. If you're not shooting so hot... Well, just attack the basket or set somebody else up. I I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you don't need to just for you don't need to force up shots constantly. If you're wide open, okay. But sometimes maybe maybe the shot shouldn't be his if it's not going in. I mean, some some nights it's not his night, and that's typical for shooting guards in the NBA. They get too trigger happy, regardless if they're on or off. Uh, and that's just how it goes. And I'm saying about all shooting guards, not just Zach Levine and not just some other guys that I don't want to name anymore. Carl Towns and Wiggins both very sharp, very strong in the game. But the the job just, just they just could not close the deal. And that's how it goes. Um, very strong performance overall, though, for both of the guys out there. Got to like that. Both the guys at Andrew and Carl, both shooting well over 50% in this one. Strong performance, a combined 22 for 35 from the floor from both of them. 25 for Wiggins, 28 for Towns. A fun performance between those two. It's just a shame that Wolves could not finish the job. Uh, Levine, just a little too trigger-happy for my liking, and that's unfortunate. And, of course, you're playing from behind, and you want to start hitting threes, but mm, I don't know. So we'll move on to the Spurs game. Tuesday, March 8th, 
Yes, sir, another back-to-back. Uh-oh, a back-to-back again. Hmm. Well, the first time we had a back-to-back in this group, we got creamed by Dallas. The second time, we creamed the Brooklyn Nets. So now what happens? Hmm, let's see, Popovich isn't going to coach. Cody Parker's not going to be there. Duncan's not going to be there. Hmm. Really? Tony, Tony Parker, Duncan, and Ginobili all out, huh? And even Popovich is Popoviching the game, if you know what I mean. You know how they always kind of like to rest players, you know? That's, Popovich is notorious for that. Well, Popovich unavailable as well due to uh, personal reasons, but you get the idea. I had to have fun with that because that's what he always did with the players, and, you know, it was always a, it was always a uh, ongoing bit. Very winnable game for the Wolves. Very you know, in fact, we've we've beaten the Spurs in this situation before, and, well, you probably should, but, yeah. This team did not even miss anybody out there. They just kind of rolled with it, and they had a lot of fun. The Spurs rolled over the Wolves, even though the Wolves played very well in the first half, for the most part. For the most part, the Spurs started to build a lead, though. It was like the end of the second quarter when things went ape bleep, and the Spurs just took over the game, and that's pretty much what happened. And it's quite unfortunate. The rest of the game, kind of a daze, ultimately. That third quarter was like a, every time the Spurs hit a shot, you just, you know, <laughs> I don't know. If, if you're one of those crazy people that, that's like, it's like a shot game, that's, I guess, when you'd have a, a shot after every shot the Spurs hit. But, yeah, you'd be pretty, you'd, you'd be, you'd, you'd kill yourself with how much alcohol you drink if you did that. But just saying, um, something I would never even slightly consider. <sighs> Wiggins. Trigger happy. And then see, look at this. See what I'm saying? Why does this always happen this way? Why does it always turn out like this? Look at this. Zach Levine, 7 of 10 from the floor. 7 of 10 from the floor. Do you see what I'm talking about here? It, it's, it's always like that. But then Andrew Wiggins, 9 of 21. Let's see, we got to fix that problem. Come on, fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it. It's like hammering. It's like hammering uh, like you're standing on ice and you keep hammering it and it keeps breaking. That's about how intelligent that is. 9 of 21 from the floor. Now, that's not the worst shooting percentage ever. It's not. But Zach Levine, 7 of 10. This is the time you take it, <clears throat> pardon me, you take advantage of Zach Levine and such. Um, Levine, by the way, in that uh, Brooklyn game, had an unbelievable 360, and it was fantastic. I have to mention that, and I apologize that I didn't. Just a phenomenal dunk overall for him. But uh, this was one of those kind of games where, uh, you know, you just knew the Wolves weren't going to win. And Gorgie Zhang only won a seven from the floor. Very quiet, very disappointing performance for him. You'd think he'd play a little better against the Spurs, though. He keeps putting in the defensive things, though, the defensive stats. And he's just an overall good defender out there. Two blocks, two steals. Uh, kind of, He's kind of like the Taysom Prince on the offense right now, dare I say. Doesn't shoot very much, and he'll he'll shut people down a little bit, and that's good. Uh, Rubio was awful in the game, and he got benched. He was also in foul trouble. Same with Gorgie, ultimately. Uh, both of them had, minimum, had less playing time than normal. Carl Tones was strong, but not strong enough. Wiggins with 23 led the way, but not the best shooting night in a quiet game overall. Nice to see Tayshaun Prince get extended playing time for the Wolves. <laughs> Did I say Tayshaun Prince? Tyus Jones. I hope I didn't say Tayshaun Prince. Tyus Jones, 6 assists in the game, 4 of 7 from the floor, 10 points. Mostly in the second half. And it, it was nice to see him play out there. And that's why Rubio was out as well. Just let Tyus Jones play. Hit a couple of threes. He's going to be a nice offensive spark off the bench. But he's also capable of running the offense. In, in a backup role. And nice to see. Nice to see him out there. Greg Smith, who was unavailable last game for the Charlotte Hornets. And Sam Mitchell was irate about it because of ingrown toenails. The trainers didn't get to him about it until the last second. He was all pissed off about it. Which... Okay, and then he played in five minutes and 
made a made a free throw. That's about it for Greg Smith ultimately, who I haven't even really talked about. Uh, yeah, uh, it's like where do you even go? Hmm. Andre Miller, signed by the San Antonio Spurs, got to start in the game. And this guy, he makes every shot he takes, doesn't he? I mean, the whole season with the Wolves, he, every time he'd shoot the ball, it went in. The guy is just, he, he, he must work on his jump shot constantly, especially when he, you know, he doesn't get any playing time. So he must just constantly work on his jump shot. And he might play next year the way he's going at age 40. I mean, it's unbelievable. His, his, his shot is beautiful right now. And he was never a great shooter when he was younger, but the whole season, mid-range shots and such, he'll, he'll just nail him. And he made a three in the game, 13 points, five assists for starting point guard, Andre Miller. <laughs> Very cool to see uh, Kevin Martin not even officially on the roster yet, even though he'd been signed. He's, he's inactive. Uh, Tim Duncan, of course, inactive. And Ginobili Parker, you know, it was a Popovich game. And Popovich Popovich himself. LaMarcus Aldrich looked just freaking awesome in the game. And I've never been a huge fan of his. And I remember getting in a little tussle. And when that was at Wolves Nation. Yeah, it was on Wolves Nation. With the guy who, who I said he's a below average rebounder. And he's like, a below average rebounder? Uh, he's had quite a few 2020 games. Yeah, that's just, those are a couple games. And it wasn't quite a few either. When you look it up. And... The guy's never really been uh, for for a power forward center. He's a below average rebounder, and he got seven rebounds in the game. I just I had to bring that up when I noticed that. Obviously, during the course of the game, he's not a big rebounder. He's kind of like Thaddeus Young had been until this year. I don't know why he's suddenly rebounding the ball, but good on him. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard and Marla Marcus Aldrich make the game made the game look easy. Um, David West was even strong in the game. He started at center, eighteen points, seven of nine from the floor. Got all pissed off, bent out of shape about a. Uh, foul called on him versus Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins did a kind of a Michael Jordan fake type of play, and they called it on West. It was kind of funny. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge, though, he had a dunk in the game that was just like, he just kind of walked down the lane. He didn't travel, and he just pumped that ball into the basket, and it's just, ah, he made it look so easy. 11 of 13 from the floor, field day for LaMarcus Aldridge. 29 points in an effortless performance. Just unbelievable. Perfect, he's a, he's a, well, I wouldn't say he's a perfect replacement, but he's a nice replacement for Duncan, ultimately, to keep this team competitive for a while, for a while. Um, he's not that young, but he's a, he's a lot younger than Duncan, and he'll be around for a while. You got David, oh, David West, he's older, but he could still hang on for a while. Kind of reminds me of P.J. Brown, Danny Green's going to be around for a long time. You got Patty Mills, so I don't know if he's a starting point guard in this league, and he shot terribly in the game, one of eight from three-point range, that's too much. Uh, but you have young pieces that can keep the team going for a while, and good on him. I mean, this team is unbelievable. If anybody can beat the Northern Cal team, it's the Spurs, without a doubt. They are the team that could beat the Northern Cal team, and the Spurs got beaten out by the Clippers last year in the seventh game. Heartbreaker for the Spurs on the road in Clipperland, well, Staples Center. Uh, and they didn't. They never got to play the Warriors, where they would have played them at some point last year, most likely. And this year... They're the one team that could do it, and I frankly hope they do. Oh, did I say that? Yeah, and I know the Spurs already have five championships, but, um, you know, I got sick of the Spurs hurling threes and stuff when they're up, but at least they don't dance around and mock people. I, I don't know. I, I get real tired of looking at that crap, so I don't know. I, I have an easier time rooting for the Spurs team than I do for the Northern Cal team. That's just my opinion. Sorry. And I'm not a huge Spurs fan, but I, I guess I'll cheer for them over the over the Warriors, I suppose. So with that, let's wrap up this first segment and pass out the awards. 
Hope I'm still on my game here. I mean, it's, wow, only two shows in a month. That's kind of weird, huh? Usually I try to get to a weekly effort, but, well, I told you why. Lone Wolf Award is going to go to Carl Anthony Towns. Very strong performance. It would have gone to Levine had I done a show last week. I'll mention that right now. It would have gone to Levine and the uh, the uh, Johnny Flynn Memorial would have definitely gone to Wiggins last week. Um, I'm going to kind of give it to Wiggins and Gorgie. They've been quiet. I'm going to give it to both of them. Gorgie and Wiggins, very quiet, not as aggressive. Though, nah, I'll just give it to Wiggins. He, he's he been frustrating to watch the past couple of games, I'd have to say. Uh, even though his performance, his scoring went up and such. It's a very light one. This is a very light, <laughs> very light uh, uh, Johnny Flynn Memorial for Andrew Wiggins. So I'll just kind of give it to him right now. It's not a strong one. Don't worry, I'm not bashing him. But I'd like to see a little more aggressiveness, and I think we will. We saw it a little bit, but it kind of comes and goes. It ebbs and flows. But eventually... I think he'll get more consistent, and then there we go, rock and roll. So with that, we'll take a break. We'll preview three games, so that will be fairly short, and then fan interaction should be pretty fun. Fix it, fix it, fix it! Oh, don't fix it! Don't stop, 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 stop! You're no. We are back here on Timberwolves Explosion. Preview segment. Wolves head on the road for a four-game road trip. We'll preview the first three of them. Doggone it, because we can't do four. We just can't. Because, well, the fourth one's on Friday, March 18th. That's a little too far off. So you get the idea. Mm. And then the Northern Cal team will be previewed on next show. Mm. Okay, well, the Wolves head to Oklahoma City Friday, March 11th. So it's another Friday deal. we got a couple of days off in between. Isn't that precious? Isn't that precious? The Wolves at 20 and 45 play the 43 and 20 Oklahoma City Thunder, the team that's, I guess, just not good enough to win the Western Conference, and I'm sure they're frustrated with it right now. But well, they're not going to necessarily jump on board that type of thought process yet, are they? Randy Foy, the newly acquired Randy Foy, as of the trade deadline, is the backup point guard to Russell Westbrook. Kind of fun, I suppose. Kind of fun. It'll be kind of cool to see him in a Thunder uniform. That'll be interesting. Though I'm sure some of you may have seen him already. In such with the uh, on the national television games against that stinking team, uh, Randy Foy's minutes continue to diminish. He keeps getting older and older. Unfortunately, uh, been dropping off a bit. Not that long ago, he was like the leading three point guy in the league with Utah and and, and Denver, thirty eight percent, forty one percent. He's shooting twenty nine percent for the year. Well, really about uh, yeah yeah about twenty nine percent for the season so far. His minutes continue to drop. His numbers, his points, all that continue to drop. He's not the main attraction for the game, but just figured we'd talk about him. Former Timberwolf and all that. Traded quite a while ago now, in 2009, right before the draft. <clears throat> Let's talk about something else. Warriors will, or Thunder, at least they're, I keep screwing these two up and I don't understand what the deal is. But, yay, they don't have injuries this time. Isn't that nice? Westbrook's healthy. Durant's healthy, at least healthy enough. And you got Timberwolves killer Enos Cantor out there. You know what's going to happen there, unfortunately, every single time. So far this season, the Wolves have been swept by the Thunder. Uh, they've lost the first three. Most recently, January 27th was quite an epic battle. Um, generally, they're pretty close for the most part. Friday the 15th of January was a terrible game, 20-point loss. But the games at home were pretty fun. The Wolves lost by only five on the 12th. Wow, these games are all really close to each other. And then only three on the 27th. Quite a battle indeed. I'm going to jump into that one real quick, just for the heck of it. 
if humanly possible. Yep, Kevin Durant, that's right. It was very clutch late in the game. I remember that very well, hitting that big shot late in the game, just like he did years ago when the Wolves had that double overtime game against the Thunder without Kevin Love in there. It was just crazy. I couldn't believe it. Or actually, Love was playing in that game. Pardon me. A very, very, very fun game, ultimately. It was no Rubio. That's what happened. 50-point game for Love in that one. Durant, the Wolves are leading by three. As the clock dwindled down, 3-2-1, and Durant did a three. Just, ugh! And then we went to double overtime, and the the Thunder buried the Wolves. Zach was fantastic in the game. I remember now, 35-point performance. Just unbelievable. And a lot of it came later on. He kind of picked up later on in the game. Even Belitza played in the game. Bielitza. And he was 3 of 5 from the floor. It's kind of funny. And Pekovic played his probably, probably most likely his final game of his career. I would not be surprised. Garnett was already MIA at that stage. But Zach was the top performer in that one. And Gorgie Zhang, a pretty strong, very strong performance as well, to be quite honest. 10 of 13 from the floor in that one. In a double-double, multiple block type performance for him. Minnesota and Oklahoma City. Uh, Oklahoma's going to win the game. I mean, there's no doubt about it. They're going to sweep the season series. Um, it's a fun matchup when it's in Target Center, but in Oklahoma, it sucked. It's not like the old days. Of course, no Garnett, no Pekovic, most likely no Belitza, Bielitza, whatever his name is, right? Um, what the hell? Somebody named Blake wrote on the page, you guys, and this is not Timberwolves Explosion page, they wrote, you guys suck, get Riddy out of there, then you guys would be so much better. Huh. I don't know about that, but yeah, this is on Yahoo. Hmm. Thanks. Thanks for the... Thanks for the advice there, Blake. I doubt he's listening, but you get the idea. Thunder will win the game, unfortunately. I'm going to go with 110 to 95. Thunder will win significantly in this one. The Wolves will be all right. Carl Anthony Towns will have a good game. I think Zach, who, uh, Zach will, well, I'm, he's like a caged lion right now. Only uh, He shot 7 of 10 last night. Only 10 field goal attempts, though... You just hope he doesn't have another fix-it, fix-it, fix-it type of deal. I guess that's a new bit I could have. Yeah, the Wiley Wall. Now it's fix-it, fix-it, fix-it. And the Wiley Wall was very much in play during the course of this week as well. And that Bucks game, oh man, it was terrible. It was a big Wiley Wall. They hit the wall and they didn't come back in that one. Uh, Spurs game, there was a Wiley Wall in the second quarter. That's usually about when they wall, so when they start to hit the wall. And they crash into it in the third quarter. Crash and burn. Um, don't be surprised to see some type of Wiley Wall in this one as well. But... Uh, Zach Levine, I think, will be a pretty big performer. He'll get 20, 20-ish, maybe maybe more than that. Uh, Carl's a guy you really count on against this team. Uh, Gorgie, though, out of the uh, Lemeng. Remember the old Lemeng carousel? Gorgie will be the top performer in this one. I think he's going to pick it up after getting his... Uh, it seems like every time I give somebody a Johnny Flynn memorial on this show, they pick it up and they have a huge week. I mean, I give it to Zach one time, he just blew up. I mean, ho- hopefully Wiggins and Gorgie just blow up. So I'm going to say Wiggins is the leading scorer in this game, and Gorgie is the top player in the Lemang carousel. There you go. I mean, it seems to happen that way. I don't know what it is if they listen, which I doubt, but or if there's just, I don't know, there's something magical in the air. Whenever I give somebody a Johnny Flynn Memorial, they play better. So maybe I should give it to Wiggins and, and Gorgie every week. Then they could blow up and be stars out there. Or I should start giving it to Towns. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think I ever gave one to Towns, and I don't think there's any reason to right now. But uh, yeah, the Lemang carousel. And for those of you wondering what the heck that is, that's Zach Levine, uh, Muhammad, and Gargi Zhang. It's a carousel. Usually one of those three guys has a big game, um, but then the other two are significantly more quiet. That's usually how it works with that group because they're the they're the uh, third, like they're like kind of like the third through six, you know, third, four, five, or third through six type of group of guys out there in terms of like pecking order on the team. You know what I mean? That's basically what they are. Um, that's pretty much what it is. Like the three, four, and six player on the team, you could say. 
So that's how we go there. Uh, Wolves lose 110 to 95 to the Warriors. And, of course, this thing is doing what it normally does. Not responsive. Don't you just love when that happens? Just love it. But I know the Wolves head to Phoenix. That's the next game. <laughs> uh, sure like to get there. we go. Wolves head to Phoenix. Monday, March the 14th. Several days off there in between. Phoenix Suns. I don't even know who's on the roster anymore. I don't know who the head coach is. And I don't care because they suck. Phoenix Suns are going to get one of the top picks in the draft. They're definitely in the top five. Tyson Chandler's still there. Alex Len is another Wolves killer. It's the Alex Lens and Enos Cantors, guys that were taken fairly high in the draft a couple of years ago that don't have the biggest games ever, usually. But when they play us, they kick our ass for whatever reason. It's just how it goes. And they're not bad. Yeah, Devin Booker, he's a big name, obviously. Big name, big shooter. He can dunk, all that athleticism. Cocky, too. But then again, isn't everybody cocky these days? They, they all look the same, and they all act the same. It seems like... <laughs> oh, but I'm not stereotyping anything, am I? <laughs> i got to cut that out. But uh, I, I don't know. They all have the same look in their face. That's what I really mean. Just kind of that swag thing. I, I don't know. Whatever. It's a young generation there. They'll chill out as they get a little bit older, just like Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, uh, West Westbrook has chilled out a bit. He's still crazy, but he's not as crazy. He doesn't do the six-shooter stuff with ever hitting threes. That got kind of old. Uh, Bledsoe's been out for a while. He's a player I've always liked. Brandon Knight's a player I really like. He's been out with a sore groin. He's been out for a long time. A very, very, very winnable game to make things, <laughs> to make a long story short. I better get moving. Uh, I think the Wolves do win this game, and I think they absolutely need to. Andrew Wiggins will be the top performer in this game, and don't be surprised to see Andrew Wiggins win the lone wolf next week. I have a feeling he's going to have a big week at least in these two games. I think Andrew Wiggins scores in the upper 20s to low 30s against this Phoenix Suns team. I think he takes advantage of it. And in the Lamen Carousel, Shabazz Muhammad always plays well against the Phoenix Suns in Phoenix. His physicality is always valuable, and he scores 20-ish, 18 to 20-ish against this team, and I think he'll get a good number of rebounds as well. Alex Len will be a pain in the ass to deal with, and of course, Devin Booker from the outside, always dangerous, but Price and Presley, I, Presley, I, hope, I hope they don't hit from the outside, but Sometimes, and P.J. Tucker's been a pain at times, but uh, Towns should be okay against Tyson Chandler, but I'm definitely looking for Wiggins to really come out there and and light it up, and that's going to be a good thing. With Bledsoe and Knight out, there's no excuse for the Wolves to lose this game. They should not lose this game. The Wolves will win 112-100 to over the Phoenix Suns on the road. Andrew Wiggins, 28-33 to in this game. Yeah, I said it. Okay, yeah, 25 to 33. Oh, 28 to 33. Let's be a little bit more bold. Okay, 28 to 33 in this game. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and that's it. It's sports. I'm not, you know, this isn't life and death. It's sports. So just having a little fun here. Wednesday, March 16th, wrap up the previous segment and get on to fan interaction. The Wolves head to <laughs> Hank McCoy's Memphis Grizzlies, who still continue to play at a very strong, consistent rate. And congratulations to them, by the way. <sighs> Still would take uh, Dave Egger as coach. That'd be nice. We'll talk about the coaching situation very shortly. Um, injuries again. No Zach Randolph this time. Or at least uh, you want to believe it. March As of March 7th, how oh, the knee injury right now. Not sure much about the knee injury. Conley always seems to bury the Wolves. Jeff Green's a pain in the butt. Matt Barnes is a huge pain in the butt. Now they have Lance Stevenson. Matt Barnes and Lance Stevenson? Hmm. Huh. Okay. And Mario Chalmers? Vince Carter, you stay away from that damn, that damn like half court stuff, okay? Please stop it. At least miss this time. How about that? How about just shoot a nice big L air ball so we don't have to worry about it? No Marcus Gasol, no problem last time around. But if there's no Zach Randolph either, the Wolves have to win the game. They have to win this game. 
Um, I'd like to know the extent of the injury to Zach, though. Uh, it's kind of like a situation if Zach's out, the Wolves absolutely have to win the game. Uh, they're not making it sound like, well, it's a sore knee. And, well, huh. Those can drag for weeks and it could go away right away. It depends on the player's pain threshold and, of course, the extent of the injury as well. Like how long it's going to stay sore. Like Garnett, it's just it's just a burnt out knee. It's done, man. That's why Garnett needs to retire because he can barely stay in the games anymore. It's no offense to him. I mean, he had the most awesome dunk ever against Blake Griffin. For He was the best doggone 39-year-old ever. When it, at least in that dunk he was. It was fantastic. But his body is saying no. His his heart and his energy is yes. His body is saying hell no. Nah. That's as Garnett would tell, would, would tell you. His body is saying hell no. Um, the Wolves... I, I, I so, so want to pick a victory in this one. But in Memphis, it's just, it's a buzzsaw. I, I don't know what it is, but we always lose in Memphis. I will pick a loss. I'm going to pick a loss. Just Zach Randolph's going to play. I, I just know it. He's going to suit up and play because that's how it goes. And plus, it's a week from now anyway. So his knee will probably be better. That's just a guess. Memphis is going to win the game 105 to 95. Memphis will win the game. And the top player in the game for the Memphis Grizzlies, Mike Conley, he's very dangerous against the Wolves, but Zach Randolph killed us last time, and he'll, I, I don't know what it, what it is, it's just a bad matchup with this club. Um, the top performer in this one for the Wolves, Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, I, I think he'll have a good game against Zach Randolph, but I think the, the Zach Randolph will do what he needs to do. He'll, he'll have a, he'll, he'll score out there, but at the same time, the outside shot from the Memphis Grizzlies has buried the Wolves in the past, and he'll do it again, unfortunately. That's not trying to be negative, it's just how it goes. Um, it's a tough matchup for the Wolves, and their defense is very, very good as well. Jeff Green and Conley and such. Top performer in the game, Carl Anthony Towns. The Lamang Carousel is going to go to Zach Levine in this one. Zach Levine will be the uh, top performer out of the Lamang Carousel for the Wolves, who will lose the game 105-95, in my humble opinion. With that, we'll stop this, and we'll return for Fan Interaction, segment number three, right after this. back here on Timberwolves Explosion segment number three fan interaction and please do bear with me I'm feeling kind of funky I don't know what it is uh it's like trying to be a cold but it's not type of thing you know what I mean just kind of drowsy and I don't know what the hell but I'm I'm doing the best I can hopefully you're uh bearing with me all right here with through this show I I hope so maybe you don't notice it at all maybe you really notice it I have no idea it's like as I do a show I feel like crap sometimes and then I listen to it, and I'm like, oh, I, I guess I, I, I guess I did all right. <laughs> Stuff like that. And I don't hear complaints, so that's good. Doing the best I can, though. Uh, so, uh, let's get to the Facebook page. Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. And believe it or not, there's a call now line. There's a call now button on the Facebook page, or button, as they say in, in Ireland. But, okay, sorry. Uh, Facebook call now button. I don't know what I'm going through here. So uh, again, that's most likely if you're in the, uh, yes, yeah, so you just call through Facebook, interestingly, to that line, um, which is pretty nice, actually. Huh. I wonder if it, if it goes through Facebook Messenger, 
That's fantastic. Then you could call from Australia that way. Um, maybe. I, I, I think so. I think you can, actually, because it's through the internet. So, there you go, guys. You can call in no matter where you're from through the Call Now button on the Facebook page. There you go. Whether you're from Australia, you're from um, New Zealand or whatever, but if you prefer to do it with your phone, um, well, what you do anyway with the Call Now button, but, I mean, if you prefer to do it, pardon me, well, calling through the phone line as well. That's 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. Also, one other thing. The uh, <sighs> smartphones have sound recorders. That's if somehow that call now button doesn't work for international, which I think I'm pretty sure it would if it's Facebook Messenger. But just in case it doesn't, there's free sound recorders on all smartphones out there in this day and age of smartphones. You can record an audio submission, as we like to call it, that, that way, and then email it to me at paladinolive at yahoo.com, paladinolive at yahoo.com. All right, so let's get this started here. As of February 25th, I wrote semi-old news. Andre Miller has been bought out. New news, Kevin Martin and team in advanced stages of buyout. ESPN, and I got one comment in there. It's mostly to get the comment. Vince Germano says, I wonder who will pick Martin up, and apparently it is the Spurs, my, my friend, the Spurs. So two guys seeking a championship, Miller and Martin, M&M brothers, looking for that championship with the Spurs. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And then this, uh, yeah, this. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, per AP per Krasinski. He says, yes, a lot of factors in play, but Mitchell has solid chance to have interim tag removed. Bloody hell, mate. Bloody hell. Rubbish. Bloody hell. And all that. What the hell? No, please, please, please. No, 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 no. <sighs> and A.P. Krasinski was saying, this is, you know, a really nice guy, by the way. He says, I think it's a, a very real possibility that Sam comes back if they end up winning 27 to 29 games. There's a good chance Sam will come back. Uh, please, no. No, 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 no. Maybe that's why we've been losing. Maybe that's why you've been getting such crappy performances of late, because they're they're on to it, baby. You know, we don't, oh, no, no, no. We do not want Sam Mitchell to be signed here full-time. And then the scare also is that Glenn Taylor is one of those kind of guys. He doesn't like change, man. He'll bring in a guy and he'll keep him and keep him and keep him and keep him. Now, it was okay if Flip Saunders is the president of basketball operations because there was no reason to want him to go. He was absolutely fantastic. He was not perfect. Not perfect in any way, but absolutely fantastic. And God rest his soul. Love him to death and I feel bad. Certainly not perfect as a head coach, but <laughs> as a president of basketball operations, he was, oh, he was so good. Mm. So that's where you would never, that's where you'd really never want to change. You could keep him around for another 15, 20 years, whatever, but, yeah, but fate had a different idea. Just, uh, I'm still sad and hurt by it. Vince Germano says, what is going on? I I agree. I agree. Um, As like Glenn Taylor's another Al Davis. He's just Al Davis on crack right now. We don't need another Al Davis here. Galvin, or Gavin, pardon me, Gavin, pardon me, Gavin Sylvie, both of these guys from Australia, saying, remove the interim tag and replace with assistant coach of the Adelaide 36ers. I like it. I like it. The Adelaide 36ers, you you might end up doing better that way. Okay, I don't know. (laughs) But that was cool. Thank you for that, uh, Gavin. That was funny. And then a cool article, let's say a heartache loss may may have made Sam Mitchell the man he is today. And yeah, he's a tough SOB. And I'll say to the bitter end, Sam Mitchell is a phenomenal assistant coach. He is a basketball maven a guru of the game. With that said, I, I, I don't really think he's a, a long-term head coach for a franchise with the 
aspirations that this team should have. Um, the team's not playing like they have those type of aspirations at this stage, but neither were the Thunder uh, a year before they started competing in the game. So the Thunder had Westbrook and uh, Durant. Uh, their first year they sucked, and then boom, they started winning 45, then they started winning 50, 60, you know, and, and yeah, but now they're still seeking for, a, they're still fishing for a championship, doggone it, poor guys. Then I continue with the Milwaukee situation, I say the Wiley Coyote wall is back in play tonight during the second and third quarters in Milwaukee, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Tanae Brown out of New Zealand says, can't watch. Yep, it was crap, it was crap, and I was saying that it's a good thing I didn't do a show that last week, because... Yeah, there wouldn't have been a whole lot of positive things to say. Zach had some nice performances, but that was about it. I mean, it wasn't that fun. Ah, da, da, da. Okay, he said he agreed. Okay, here we go. Did Germano continuing? Because, yeah, it's two weeks ago I was making fun of Ramos as a player uh, when I was whining and bitching about the New York Knicks performance. He says, you said what about Kurt Ramos as a player? Blasphemy. Oh, man. <laughs> And then he says, oh, er, uh, this was me. Oh, I guess the, that was my New Yorker type of personality coming out again. Yep. And he says, he says, I'll slap you, silly. And I say, he made me mad. I've been watching too many presidential debates lately. My Trump personality came out again. LOL. Mm-hmm. And you guys can, well, like or hate what I just said. I don't care because, well, you know what I mean? Politics are opinions and that's it. Uh, at this stage. Well, yeah. <laughs> he said, uh, Vince Gerano said, love the Luke Longley and Shane Heal mentions. Yep, 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 yep. Luke Longley and Shane Heal, both Australians coming to Minnesota at one point. Joe Phillips, also out of Australia, saying Shane Heal for me, quick stay, dot, 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 96, 1996 versus Dream Team. Heal was a blast throwing up threes and not taking shit from two particularly stuck up wankers on the U.S. team. Pretty sure even the U.S. fans hated them. Are you talking about Chuck? Charles Barkley? Who, but who, who was the other one? See, it's like, it was definitely Chuck. I know Chuck and uh, Shane Heal went at it. Who was the other guy? And I feel bad. And I know uh, Vince and Vince, Dan, and Joseph. Yeah, Dan May also saying, I watched the game. Just watched the game. When you guys let me know, if you can, who were the other guy that fought, and Joe, of course, who fought with, uh, um, who fought with uh, Shane Heal in that game. Because I know it was Chuck. I know it was that. And Chuck is kind of a jerk, but uh, you know what I mean. But there's nothing new there, is there? Joe Phillips saying, can I ask something about KM, that being Kevin Martin? Number one, why would San Antonio want him? Two, who, or excuse me, would would the Wolves, knowing San Antonio is after him, play tough in negotiations in hope of paying him out less, which he would have to accept? Three, does San Antonio need to pay him NBA minimum? Um... I believe you just pay him for the remainder of the season. I, I hope. Uh, I hope it's just a chronological thing where you only pay him for the remainder of the season. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. You, he's not going to get like a whole year's contract unless they sign him to a two-year deal like the like uh, David Kahn once did with, uh, um, oh my God, Chris Johnson, who me and Marcus the Forecaster liked very much, actually. We both liked him, but a lot of people were mad about that contract. That contract. Tanae Wilson-Brown says, I really doubt he's the kind of player Pop would like to have on his team. Apart from the three ball and and drawing fouls, he offers nothing. Then again, they are after him. (laughs) Joseph Phillips, LOL, your comment says it perfectly. (laughs) Uh, That was so funny. I love you. Oh, I love your guys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they're after him, all right. Um, Why would San Antonio want him? 
well, a- extra spark plug, possibly during Popovich games, too. Uh, he wasn't available last night for, I guess the contract wasn't completely done or physical, something. Some reason. He wasn't even on the roster yet. It was like he was invisible. So, I, I don't know. Some league rules bull crap. Uh... And I don't know. I, I it seemed to it seemed to move faster when you're talking about the negotiations. It seemed to move faster at that point, didn't it? Um, it sure did. Not sure what the numbers were because nobody pushed posted it out there. And if they did, I missed it. Unfortunately. Danae Brown says, "Does this picture make you as happy as it makes me? It's great to see our young core being so close like this. Eases worries a wee bit of one of them leaving in the future. Yep, it eases up the the worries of them one of them leaving in the future." Now look at you, Wiggins. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? That that that. Yeah, don't don't be doing that sign. Now look at you. <laughs> I don't know what to call that, but mm. the only the good thing is he's wearing rings. They just wish they were championship with the wolves rings. But eventually, uh, Carl and it's it's Zach in the middle with arms around Carl and Wiggins. Which you'd think Carl would be in the middle, but I don't know. It just it looks a little awkward that way because Carl's having to lean way down. But maybe he'd have to lean anyway, but not as much. I don't know. It's kind of an awkward. <laughs> Regardless of how awkward it is, it's a nice picture, and it's really cool. Really cool. The task of the Timberwolves. Uh, Zach, come on. Don't be misspelling. Look at you. The, ta- the task of the Timberwolves. Come on, Zach. You're, you're typing too fast, man. Look at you. Typing too fast. That's why I hate touch. That's why I hate touch screens, man. I, I, I hate them, especially if the Internet's not working so hot. It just doesn't do anything. It just sits there. Don't you just love that when the when the touchscreen just sits there and does absolutely nothing? Doesn't that make you feel good? Doesn't it make you feel warm and fuzzy inside? I I, I just love touchscreens so much. Now they're great for navigation, but for typing, I could just yeah, I could put my fist through that screen about twenty five times a day, and I don't even text half as much as most of you out there, you sons of biscuits. Okay, Tanae Brown says, By the way, sorry I've been a bit inactive on here recently. Been too busy to watch games. Sad face. Managed to keep up with the show, though. Great as always, mate. And thank you, Tanae. You're great always. And Vince Germano says, Absolutely, mate. Massive believer of getting on great and bonding. Of getting along great. That's what I'm sure he means. And bonding off the court to being successful. on it. And there's touchscreen again. Or voice text, which is as frustrating as... Uh, uh, voice text is more frustrating than the touchscreen because it doesn't work. It just doesn't. And it's been around since 2010 or 20, 2009, whatever, and it's worse. I think it's worse. My first smartphone, the Droid Incredible from LG, no, HTC, had voice text, and it was okay, and it drove me nuts at times. But it seems progressively, and I hate that word, but progressively, it's gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. It, it, I don't understand it. You'd think it would get better, Right. Fill me in on that one. Uh, Tanae Brown says, Chemistry is huge, especially in a sport like basketball. Being able to trust the lads around you and knowing how they move, etc. is just as important as raw talent, in my opinion. Louis John Day. Louis John Day. I don't know if he's a, a new... Uh, hmm, he's from Jamaica. Cool, well, welcome aboard. Kingston, Jamaica. Cool, cool, cool. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, Louis. Hopefully you're uh, a regular poster on here. Nice, nice to nice to know you. He says, "Up the Clippers." And Tanae wrote, "That's just unnecessary." Hmm. Up the Clippers. Up the Clippers. I don't know if it's just a random post or what happened there, but well, uh, if you're a listener, let me know. Cool. And I'm sure you don't like the Clippers too much, but 
<laughs> I don't like the Clippers either, by the way. I really don't. I don't know why I didn't click like on that. Joseph Phillips says, It pisses me off to watch our two best players spending so much time on the bench for two of our not-developed players in Paynes and Jones. Yeah, that was uh, yesterday against the vaunted against the vaunted San Antonio Spurs. Payne played okay. Rubio just, yeah. Rubio just sat on the bench the whole time. And then Payne, I don't know what that was all about. Uh, I don't know, and he didn't play well at all. Uh, what the hell, man? It was it was bullshit. Uh, Joseph Phillips continues saying, must annoy the home fans as well. They are paying to see the kids that will be stars, not a couple of players that might even be in the NBA years to come. I I think Jones will. Payne could be in trouble. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with that one, though. Payne could be possibly in trouble. Yesterday at 7.46. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Spurs game. Uh, Joseph Phillips saying, Miller seems to have ordered the burger and fries cooked in the oil of Olay in tonight's game versus the Spurs. He's got a nice shot, though. Uh, for whatever reason, he, he couldn't shoot in years past, back in the day, with you know all the teams he was at. He, he would get hot on occasion. I'm trying to remember who he started with. It was Cleveland, back in the day. He ended up replacing uh, Terrell Brandon, ultimately. Um, and boy, did he replace Terrell Brandon. Holy cow. Uh, majorly. Um, very strong player in Andre Miller for years. And his jump shot, as he's gotten older, has gotten better. And he's had a phenomenal season shooting. I don't know what it is. And it's too bad he hasn't gotten a little more playing time. But maybe that's why his shooting is so good. Because if he played a lot, his legs would get tired and he would be he'd be laying down some more bricks. He'd be, he'd be wearing the, the hard hat out there, you know? You know? <laughs> Lack of creativity with that one, but I had to say it. At Wolves Explosion is the Twitter account. At Wolves Explosion and at Tenay Wilson Bro. That being Tenay out of New Zealand. Saying Levine and Cat have the ability to fire up the team with big dunks. Wiggs does now and then, but not at the same level, in my opinion. I agree. Um, last year, he was the best of the best in that category. Uh, though Levine is probably the best dunker, but you know what I'm saying. But uh, Wiggins was aggressive the way he attacked the basket. I don't know what it is, if it's partially the defense has adjusted to him a bit. I, I know that's part of it, but then make more adjustments and work and get better, Andrew, and hopefully he does this summer. It's been frustrating. Um, thank you very much, Vince and Tanae, that continue to retweet this show. It just does not go unnoticed. God bless you. Thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it. Keep it up. And Miss Dozy out there. Wonder how I'm gonna give a shout out to Kamel Hilton. I don't know what I don't know. I haven't heard from him in a long time. Toronto, Toronto native, uh, Toronto resident out there, and a big Andrew Wiggins fan, big uh, you know, big Raptors fan and all that. But follows the Wolves because of Andrew Wiggins and such. I haven't heard from him in a long time. Just giving him a shout out, saying hello. Hope everything's okay. Hope I didn't piss him off somehow. I I don't know. <laughs> I, I hope not. Uh, but you don't hear about him on courtside either. So he, I, don't, I, I suppose he's been busy with his uh, continuing uh, rising media career. Congratulations on that. Uh, also going to give some shout-outs to, to uh, Wolves Nation slash NBA Talk. Wonderful Facebook page. They allow me to post uh, Timberwolves Explosion on there, which I forgot to last time. So I haven't posted on there in a month then. It's been a while. So I will be posting on today. Absolutely. As maybe some of you will have already seen it on there. And, of course... Um, Flips Army, going to give them a shout out as well. Nice, uh, met some nice people in Flips Army, Wolves Nation. It's like similar groups that kind of overlap into each other and such. 
uh, some nice people out there that I've met and listened to the show. Some of them, some of them do, some don't, you know. But uh, don't know. we don't always agree on everything, but that's how it goes. Some people are Kool-Aid drinkers. I'm not. <laughs> but I'm as big a fan as anybody. I want to win probably more than anybody. But that's just how it goes. I want to win a championship. I don't want to just get to 40 wins and lose in the first round. That sucks. Now, it's a nice step beyond winning 19 games. But let's not just sit at 40 wins for three, four years and say, oh, well, at least you're in the playoffs now. Remember back when we used to win only 15 games? No, that's a loser's attitude. That's a loser's attitude. And I don't want it. So let's just keep moving upward. Upward, above and beyond. And I think this team absolutely has the potential to do that. So with that, let's wrap up this show. Wish you all a nice week, hopefully, and most likely I'll be back next week recording and nothing comes and breaks my momentum doing the show. But who knows what'll happen. <laughs> so in a week or two, but most likely a week, Timberwolves Explosion will be back and hopefully you'll see some nice uh, progression from Andrew Wiggins during the course of this week and that is what I'm predicting. And Carl Anthony Towns will continue his double-double tear that he's been doing all. Bleeping season, Rookie of the Year, 2016, Carl. Anthony Towns. Just let that thought resonate through you right now and enjoy it. Back-to-back rookies of the year for the Timberwolves, baby. (laughs) We'll be back next week.